students of Exeter, have you craved a nutritious, affordable meal that can be delivered right to your doorstep? Ever considered spending those dull Tuesday nights in snuggled up with your housemates having a curry? Well, now you can. Karana's Curries are a student business based in the heart of Exeter, producing handmade curries with recipes passed down through generations of Asian heritage. There are a number of flavours available to satisfy the spice-phobic among us, as well as the Billy Big Bollocks who fancy an attack of the senses, and all this for as little as £5. Go follow Karana's Curries on Instagram, and if you use the code THERAINCARD when placing an order, you get free delivery. So what are you waiting for? Pre-order for Tuesday night using code THERAINCARD to make every Tuesday night a little bit less dull. Back to the studio. Hello, and welcome back to the Raincard Podcast. With me, Billy Whitton. I'm here on Lee Trench, how are you doing on this quite wet day, actually? Yeah, it's a bit miserable outside, but I'm really looking forward to today. Got our first duo of guests today. Some would say a more iconic duo than Anton Deck. So I'm really looking forward to having them on. Yeah, it's quite quite comfy and quite stuffy. Yeah. With, with four bodies. We haven't had, we haven't had two guests on the podcast before, but yeah. I'm sure we can manage. I'm sure we can manage. So who have we got to on the podcast today? So we've got the EUMCC club captain, uh, Ollie Sequay, and our head social sec, Dan Dixon. Boys, how are you How are you today? Yeah, very good, thanks, lads. Uh, thank you for having us on. Um, I've been enjoying the podcast so far, so it's good to uh, good to get on there. Yeah, it's good to be here. Unfortunately, we're covering for Snush this morning, so a little, a little, bit, uh, little bit tired, but I'm sure we'll make up for that. Got, got the Doms in. Yeah, I, I did have a McDonald's last night. So. <laughs> I am raring to go. Yeah, I didn't set my UMCC record, but I went. <laughs> so we always start the podcast with a couple of questions. Uh, the first one, what is your ideal match tea plate, Seeks? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I quite like a hot match tea. So, yeah, well, yeah, something hot like a lasagna maybe. That's always quite yeah. good. Um, but no, not, not all this lasagna. That was a shocker. Um, but if there's no hot food, then I quite like sort of a selection of sort of like cold meats, um, some decent little sandwiches, you know, like pork pies, that sort of thing. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I quite like. Okay, Dicko, this might take a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> How many plates are we having to come up? Yeah, well, I think you've got to set the tone for the tea. So <laughs> the sandwiches have got to be there. The bread's got to be fresh. It can't be stale. It can't be made the day before. One thing I really hate is if I just want a cheese sandwich, like putting red onion in there, not for me, a bit healthy. <laughs> in the Warwickshire League now, we've actually got rid of teas, which is pretty gutting. But I'm like, you know, I want sandwiches. And then I wouldn't mind pork pies in quarters. They're quite nice to have two quarters. <laughs> and then big fan of like some kind of like chocolate confectionery on the side. So like a mini roll or yeah. something on those lines. But then also, obviously, if it's hot available, that's good. I'm a big sucker for a jacket potato. I would, I would really? never eat a jacket potato normally. At home, but a match tea, it's warm, fills you up. What's going on? Well, I'm beans and cheese, man. Yeah. But yeah, but but then if I'm batting in the second innings, I won't eat, won't eat tea, which obviously for it's me, never for a me, long state, Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> it's obviously frustrating, so I just try and nick off and then come back. <laughs> yeah, get my sister to go on my food, and I'm just waiting there and tucking in. Interesting. That's the most extensive answer we've had so far. <laughs> but I can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> and uh, coming on from that is. You guys, unlike me and Billy, have had the pleasure of playing box cricket. So which universities do good food? Where have you gone? Not Southampton. Yeah, definitely not Southampton. To be honest, none of the away games I've played have actually offered match tees. It's always been... I've only ever played away in Southampton. I've played Southampton, Cardiff. None of them offered tees. We all had to buy our own, which is... a yeah, which wasn't great. So I, X are one of the only ones that actually make match teas. I actually crashed the minibus getting our tea <laughs> at Cardiff last year. So 
for being injured last year, I drove the twos to Cardiff. And they go, uh, it's panic at half time. And Drage goes, right, you've got to go and get the tees. He brings me the club card. And I drive to Tesco. I'm, I'm buying everything. I've got a couple of things myself. <laughs> I'm going to I'm throwing meal deals in the trolley. I'm walking out like four bags full. Chuck them in the minibus. And I try and go. And the minibus won't go. And I'm full accelerator. I've got into third gear and we're not moving. And I've torn up into one of those like trolley like trolley bullards and I just can't get past it. I'm there for 25 minutes trying to get out. I've bent the boulevard like 90 degrees. I've scratched the minibus the whole way across. Bear in mind, we've just been in trouble with the uni again. So like, yeah, another, another top in so yeah. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then, and then luckily some ha- nice guy man helped me reverse out, at which point I had to kind of tell Dre I had to crash the minibus on the way to get the But I mean, universities aren't great I, I don't think there's not been there's not often much effort I mean ours were alright I mean we mentioned Wardy's one yeah that was, that was a, that's the worst that was the <laughs> and that was against the MCC as well so you know they're expecting some fine dining and Dan Ward's cooking them a really sloppy lasagna <laughs> I think remember Oliver and Max Bailey made a very nice pasta bake last year actually which Alex Haynes actually as well yeah. did a good pasta bake for us yeah big fan of that interesting that's, that's a really that's a really good topic that. I, I, I enjoyed that chat and one last, one last question, the most important question of the day. Do you know who Sam Roberts is? Absolutely no idea. No, perfect. That's all we need. That's all we need again. Who? Exactly. Exactly. No, no one knows who this man is. Do you know who he is? Uh, ish. Just, just ish. about. Just about. What's the context about? I'm so confused. Should we explain on this podcast? Yeah, we, we can okay. explain on this podcast now. So, Tread lives with this man called Sam Roberts, but everyone knows him as Yorkie. And multiple times our friends have gone into our friends have gone oh, into the house. Okay. <laughs> Yorkshire, and everyone's gone into his ha- gone into the house and thought, who is that guy? And called him every name under the sun that wasn't Sam Roberts. So we're actually yeah. work out who actually knows what his name is. Okay. I was gearing myself up at the trivia. I thought we were going to Sam Robson. I thought we had no. a, a little no, early, no. early heads up there from Dredge. No, no, it's not accepted. No. Uh, so we're now gonna go on to talk about sort of your role in the uni, sort of what you do for the cricket club, as you do so much and I think all the boys are really appreciative of the work you do as you make all of our experiences better. So tell the podcast what like your roles are for each of you. Yeah, so um, while I'm club captain, which is sort of mainly the day-to-day running of the club, sort of dealing with all the AU, like all the emails and stuff, like organising that. And then, you know, like you have quite busy periods where sort of like, say at the start of the year, you're organising all of the um, trials, all the training squads, making sure everyone's got coaches um and all that sort of thing so it sort of goes in swings like you get quite busy periods like now again it's a bit busier like dealing with sort of agm stuff and all all of these sort of things um but it's really enjoyable um and like it's sort of it's quite rewarding doing it and and like knowing that you're helping the club club perform better well kind of on top of that obviously six gets to do the glamorous bit of the job and <laughs> being head social second my day to day that's more planning the socials and running that aspect and make sure everyone's having fun on your Mondays. But it's more, uh, from my perspective as well, helping Sikhs around. There's a lot to do. So like at the start of the year, I was doing a lot of the trialling and last year I kind of ran all the training. Obviously this year my work's rammed up a bit, so I haven't ran as much and Wooks is running a lot, but still self-appointed chairman of the selection from the team, mm-hmm. which is good. So, 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 no, we like yeah, that. and we like then it. also covering for Will Greenland and Ed Snush a lot, <laughs> who are our sponsorship fixture set. 
I've organised 46 fixtures this year and Fletcher's got one. <laughs> so, what, one um, what one was Trent has actually got as many fixtures organised as Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was his fixture? Uh, Painting twos away on the 29th of April, <laughs> which he got on the wrong ground initially. Uh, You've got to have a Gary for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one fixture. Yeah, no, um, kind of day to day, it's organising a lot of fixtures, uh, comms with bads, uh, make sure all the squads are right, kind of dealing with. I deal with all the complaints from people who don't think they're in the right squads and that kind of thing. Yeah. And just at the moment, just like prepping for summer, making we've got squads ready and designing pre-season really, which is the, which is more our, our role. But I think, yeah, the sort of going into this, into the summer term, obviously that's our main term, like in terms of we yeah. play our games. So like me and Decker have been doing quite a lot recently, like, like you said, the fixtures and then like making sure like the franchise tournament's ready to go again, mm-hmm. um, all that sort of stuff, like making sure there's like training and uh, stuff for everyone during the summer, like outdoors down at Topsham. So like it's, yeah, it's kind of ramping up more now because we're getting to that season. And then like on top of that, we've got varsity to organise. Yeah. Yeah. End of season dinner, like all these sort of events that that you have. And like when you're not on the committee, you don't even think about sort of yeah. how they get organised, but then like it actually takes like quite a bit of planning and like meetings with the AU and stuff. Like and I suppose there are only really five of us on the committee. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier. We can discount Greenland snush from there. <laughs> <laughs> only the third time you bash it so far. So oh, Green, yeah, Green, or, Greenland's done nothing for the club. Got <laughs> <laughs> like, get that in nice and early. Were there any sponsors that you brought in on? No. Well, the one that we have, um, M&H, is purely through Baz, because obviously he knows them. So yeah. Baz was like, oh, we can get them to do it. And then Green was like, claiming the credit for it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, well, Hanbury's got Jubal to sponsor our last team. Uh, uh, yeah. Have a, yeah. Green on our first Hanbury is his little assistant. Then <laughs> 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 out very well. And uh, yeah. And, you know, Green also only umpired one of his intramural games all year. So. I didn't see him many. Yeah, yeah. Many. So, Green, if you're listening, be better. Cheers, Green. Yeah, cheers, Green. Cheers, What do you reckon the hardest thing about your jobs are? <laughs> um, that could be said in the podcast. <laughs> I guess it's like, I think people's happiness are at the centre of it because what what happens kind of being on the committee for two years is it's very easy to keep a lot of people happy, but some people are always unhappy. So whether it's socials and someone's not enjoying themselves and you don't see it, like, you know, we're running it and I don't, I don't see it or somebody thinks they should be in a higher squad, somebody is not enjoying training and you don't know about it. And just the little things like trying to get make sure that this is no no shot because he's done a great job this year. I mean, he's no Ollie Tilo, but he's done a good job. <laughs> no, but, no, no, definitely not. You know, as in, you know, making sure the stash is there. People are upset they haven't got stash. Mm. Some certain people message me all the time asking for stash that isn't there. And it, yeah, I think that the hardest bit is kind of the bits you don't see. And like, mm. I, I don't think any of us are ever asking for credit. But yeah, like you know, it's not credit. It's not credit where credit's due. It's like it's because, I, and this is again the way the university have employed Max and Baz fantastic coaches mm. but they deal with the ones and twos and we kind of feel our find ourselves dealing with you know the threes to what factor would be the eights or the nines and the same. Injuries. I no, think no. <laughs> and he can say that because he didn't. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in a three. Like I thought that was been. <laughs> I think the hardest for me is like on that point of the stuff you don't see. So like coming up to the season, obviously you've got in each squad you've got twenty odd blokes, um, and when you're looking at it, you're like there's twenty six in the ones. Obviously, not all of those are going to play in the ones. And like Dicko was saying, from Baz and Waller's perspective, they just want the best team to play in each game and to win all our games. But when you think of it like us, like people have paid 200 quid membership, to like be in the club and it's about getting everyone cricket. Like that's the biggest struggle. That's why, like we like we've organised so many pre-season fixtures because you want everyone to play games. And like there's a like inevitably going to be people missing out on Bucks cricket that think they should play it. 
but like that's just like not tragic. Yeah. yeah, like tragic. Yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't mind being in the Sixers track. Oh, I, I could slot in quite well to the Sixers. Seeing, doing what? What would you do? Seeing the state of some of their spinners. I know. I know that you haven't. You're yet to sound the podcast that you think that Ollie Harris or Rob Harris is the worst cricket you've ever seen. No, no <laughs> he's actually quite good. I oh, yeah, you changed your opinion on that. Start the year, you said he was the worst cricket because I wanted him yeah. at my VC. <laughs> Like if I, if yeah. I hold him back, if, yeah. If I don't know one of these boys, might be struggling. <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's great to run the club, but like for being a junior going up in a in a club section at home, I kind of never realised the effort that goes on behind the scenes, and it really is what they say. Like, you know, the whole committee is great, but it, it does kind of fall down to three or four of us to do a lot of it. But that you know, everybody, that's inevitable. You know, everybody does that. Everybody. Except Greenall does that job really well. <laughs> and even, you know, even Sush is there. He's always asking me how to help, but I just let him do his thing. It feels like you're, you're, there's a lot of pressure put on you guys, especially with a university club. It's quite different to a club, like a cricket club at home, yeah. where it's literally coming down to a Saturday or Sunday, whereas uni cricket is constant. You're training at the centre every day, and when we get into the pre-season, you have games on Saturdays, possibly Sundays. It just seems like there's a lot of pressure put on you guys when... You'd argue that it should be done by someone else. Yeah, I mean, I'm coaching the club. A lot of like, we get messages every day. Yeah, people, you know, saying, mm. "Can we join? Can we this? Can we that?" And, and it's like, too, at this point, it's too late to join. And like, to add like extra people into the club is like, like that's taking away cricket from someone who's probably trained all year. Yeah, if yeah. you're adding someone in, so like at this point, it's just impossible to add. And then being a uni club as opposed to like just a normal Saturday club, like you've got the dealing with like everything's going through the AU, which sometimes can just be a massive pain because mm. like. Yeah, like Dick or no, like the social deck forms for every social that like people probably don't realise you have to send off or like literally like all the coaching stuff, it all has to go through e claims and we can't just pay them straight out of our account yeah. and everything. Like it's all a bit annoying having to go through that AU side, which you probably wouldn't see at like a yeah. local. And the other thing as well, with like two hundred and eighty members, uh or something that we got this year plus social, everybody would like to have their own opinion as well and like it's got and um, you know, it's quite easy and if you've always ended up on the committee and in years to come that you'll you know you'll see that everybody has an opinion and you, yeah, you yeah. can't you can't go by everyone's opinion you can't you know? to we, we love to play saturday games throughout the year and like we'd love to put seven teams in a saturday league we're never going to have that many numbers you would have been, you know, and then come and july and that's august, when august yeah. yeah you wouldn't have it you, you can't join a league and then drop out half no. each year even though we reckon we could win all the games up to halfway <laughs> forfeit the four and <laughs> it would be interesting actually do it one year yeah fill out everybody but then, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just, and then also, you know, I can't stand them on the podcast, but obviously we have to share the hall with the girls as well. Like, you know, you don't really, no, no, but you, you know, and that's no sound of them. They're their own, having their own right, like they chose to be in 2005, as Bruce was <laughs> But, you know, they, they use the hall as well, you don't realise It's something it, you don't and, factor in. When and they're, you know, they're honest and vastly, like... and they're doing a great job, they're a growing club, yeah. you know, they're on the up, they've got a lot more members than they did have. Um, but it, it's another thing, like, it's two clubs coexisting. And well, two high performance systems as well. So yeah, well, I don't want to dig it green again, but we did we did have an intramural game last year where we turned up and the nets hadn't been booked. Yeah, it was, and green, then, yeah. was it green? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it was and it was a full it was a full net section of like like four, like ten eleven year old kids. Yeah, although, I, although, I, I, net, although I enjoy green or slander, I will give him a pass on that one because Baz is meant to book it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but green didn't communicate. Yeah, obviously, green didn't communicate with Baz. Green was what <laughs> but yeah no I just think and then on top of that you've also got Devon using it so yeah. you know and then they're losing their ball they're losing our balls they're nicking our balls 
you know, so on and so forth, we're nicking their kit. You know, it's all, it all, it all goes round. Not me down here, yeah. yeah. Sorry, they're nicking our stuff. <laughs> but it all goes round in, in swings and roundabouts, really. It's, it's probably the way that I'd look at running the club. And it, it's just, yeah. it's a lot. It can take up days at a time. Well, yeah, like, I saw go through patches where I just sort of not do uni work for a while and just focus on, like, cricket stuff because it's better to, yeah. like, just, yeah. like, get a load of it done at once and then it's much easier to deal with stop talking mate you just signal to him to move on uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm moving on from there it's going to be hopefully we've got two future committee members in this room as well is there any advice you'd give to anyone sort of looking to go on the committee in future years or things you've done wrong that you think could be done better I'm guessing you're referring to me and Billy I'm going to run it back for one more year do the Mourinho and come back. Um, I think just make sure you're fully aware of like the commitment, particularly like obviously like Billy, like I know the role like you want club captain and stuff and like the commitment that you need for yeah. that role. Um but like it's definitely like enjoyable enjoyable to do, but you just have to be committed to doing it. Yeah. I think the the other thing I'd the other big advice I'd put and we've got lucky this year is that you might not like everyone on the committee. I haven't ever disliked anyone I've been on either committee, but I know last year there's feuds between people. Don't look at me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I haven't actually ever disliked working with anyone, but the unity this year has worked so well because we all get it's on. Really, and like, really helped. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of us were friends like prior to being on it. Yeah. But there is a point where if you all work together, you will get through. So obviously, if you look at the committee, you've got seats, you know, running at the top of the club. You've got Chess, VC, and doing the finances. You've got me, Albert, and Gib doing the socials, you've got Snush doing the <laughs> fixtures occasionally, and you've got Lloyd, who's organised a good tour in the summer, Hanbury's unbelievable on the publicity, yeah, Cunningham's great on yeah. the welfare, and Wilkes has done great on the stash, and the ten of us together really <laughs> make good inroads uh, attacking it, you know, and you've got to be able to get on with everyone in the committee, and that's really how you make it. I think next year it'll be quite nice, hopefully, if there's a bit of a spread in like, friendship groups, like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, whether it is or not, it like, you know, there's, there's two or three friendship groups in the committee this year, it's just about getting on with everyone, and then you'll make it all work. Yeah, and the, our final question for you is, do you think it sort of negatively affected your degree and your academic side, or maybe your future employability? If I come out with a 2-1, I'll say no. If I, come <laughs> with a two, I'll say yes. I don't think it massively has. Like, I've still been able to go out, like, a couple of times a week and do all my work and stuff. And like, it, I mean, it's quite a good thing to like, like. It's quite a good thing to add to your CV, to be honest. I think mm. like, a, like he's probably not going to say social sack on there, but like committee member, general sack. Yeah, the yeah. word another way. Chairman of the selection committee. <laughs> no, I think it gives you it gives you some skills that are quite um, attractive to employers, probably. So it's quite. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's negatively affecting my work. It's it's like obviously there are points where it can take over, and you're just thinking about like. If I have a day where I've messaged like 85 blokes on the Devon page trying to get fixtures, it can, you know, you're getting bombarded with the replies and you're trying to watch a lecture or something. But I wouldn't say it's negative to affect your degree. I just think... You have to find balance. Yeah, yeah. Just be, you had to be prepared and seek to be yeah. fair to him as being prepared for what he's had to do. Similar to chess as well, like very prepared for what he had to do. And I, I kind of knew it from last year, just kind of knowing what you've got to do. And I think that's the main thing is not overworking yourself, but knowing that you're going to have to hit what you've got to hit being on the committee. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks for that insight, guys, into your sort of 
Harlan Committee's run this year and giving us a bit of advice for next year. He's not actually publishing this podcast, he's just doing it next year. I'm just cutting that bit out and yeah. I'll save that to my files. Fancy! <laughs> what are we moving on to now, Trish? And now we're going to go on to the real nitty gritty battery stuff. We've got four blokes here who love cricket and we're going to talk about the Cricket World Cup final this year. So we've just beaten Australia in the semi final, we're playing India in the final at India. We're going to have to pick our best 11. So I've got 20 odd players here. If you think of anyone else, you can shout them at me. And we'll go through and pick our sort of best 11. I haven't got as many stats. We're just purely doing this on the eye test, how they look, how they perform under So Lamas is opening up. Under- yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just the whole thumb of the guy, James Root, by. Baz, Waller comes out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll start with sort of our batsmen. I'd like to go five batsmen. I'm assuming Josh Butler will be one of those. Sort of a, a bowling all-rounder at six and then five more bowlers who could easily give you ten every game if you need them to. So, Dawood Milan, is he in for you or is he not? I think I think he will be it. I personally don't take it. I don't agree with your setup because if Joth is going to be in there, then he's going to keep for me, even if he's captaining. So I think you push him all-rounder to seven. I know England yeah. tend to do that. They tend to play Moeen at seven, which can work. Uh, so play yeah, Moeen. Moeen. I'd, play yeah. an extra, I'd play an extra batsman. So I think the biggest question is who who opens with jo- with Josh Butler because I I still think he should open in the ODI form. Do you reckon he he absolutely whacks it? Yeah. You know, you could open, you could open with like Milan if you're trying to get other batters that don't normally open in. I think. Yeah. I think that would work. But then, I think Bear Bearstow. I think. Do you reckon Bearstow the shoe in? I think yeah. Yeah, he should be fair. But there's a lot of talk about Hales coming back. Have you got a list of all the batters? I've got a list of all. If you read them out, then we can sort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darwin Milan, Joe Roo, Alex Hale, Jay Roy, Will Smead putting in there, uh, Johnny Bairstow, Phil Sault, uh, Josh Butler, James Vincent, Tom Banton. Harry Brook. Oh, and, and Harry Brook as well. Yeah. I, I actually put him down in the all-rounders considering he's got a temper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a bit of that. Um, I think Bairstow opens... <sighs> I don't think you can look... I don't think you can look... I think Root's got to play. I think Root's got to play as well. Yeah. I think he goes three. I th- I'd, yeah. I'd lock Root in at three. I'd love to bring Stokes out of retirement. Yeah. yeah. And I can throw him. I can throw him. I can throw him. I can throw him. I can so see him doing it as well. Just for the second that Amazon documentary series. Yeah, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Someone like Roy's really hot and cold. Like, he... Like, I mean, in the recent ODIs, he's either... Like, he's either scoring a ton or getting, like, zero. So yeah. it's like whether you risk having him. I think Roy's a big, for me, a big matchup against Salt because Salt yeah. consistently will get. If Salt played the whole the whole World Cup, let's say he plays, he plays six games or something, he'll get two fifties at least and a couple of thirties. Whereas Jay Roy might get two hundreds and four ducks. So it's kind of what more you're looking at. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. we won. We won in twenty nineteen, and I don't think you can look away from what Roy did then. Yeah, that's very true. I, I think he'll get the backing. In so. The end. So we're saying Roy opening with I think Bairstow. Bairstow. Yeah. 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 I think Bairstow. JB. I think everyone agrees Joe Root at full. I think, you've got, to, I, I think you've got to see Johnny play before he gets into the yeah. World Cup final squad. Based on what we've seen. Yeah, based on what we've seen. From, like, when he lasts. Yeah. He's had a full World Cup averaging 45. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the beauty, isn't yeah. it? I mean, anyone has a full World Cup averaging 45, <laughs> no. you're probably going to give him the gig. <laughs> You know, if I played in the World Cup, I'd average 45, I'd probably get the head in the final. Then who 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 we want to get four, four or five? We've got Brooke, Banton, I think I uh, think Butler. Brooke, so would you put Root three? Yeah, Root okay. three. I think Brooke's got to be in there somewhere for me. We have yeah. Just like from how he's been playing in all formats. Well, where do you want Butler? We have to put Josh. Yeah. 
I think Joss is five. Joss is five. Joss is five. Got to pick a number four. I don't think Harry's batting at four. I don't think they're picking Brooke ahead of Milan. The, the man. Well, no, they might not. Runs do. Yeah. Um, it's our team, though, right? Yeah. It's our team, right? That would be the sack then. No, I think they're playing Milan, but I'd rather have Brooke. Nice. I think. Uh, I'd go Brooke at four. I think if I honestly think if Stokes played, he bats four. And Joss bats five and Brooke bats six. Okay, I'm, I'm so happy to go to then, well, then, well, then, the other person we haven't talked about is Livingston getting a gig in the ODRs? No, well, I, I've got him in the, sort of the next three that we well, can you, play. You are these I've got three who do a bit of this, actually, <laughs> coming in to talk about. Get some marks, so should we go say Stokes at four? Yeah, go to Oak four, Butler five. And if Stokes doesn't come out of retirement, then Milan probably gets the gig. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll do that. And then what are the options? And then I'm going to sort of think a second spinner all rounder here. So we've got Murray Alley, Will Jackson, Liam Livingston. I think it's got to be Murray. But we're playing in India, so uh, you arguably play three spinners. There is there is that argument because they're going to root spinners. Yeah, yeah. Root. Moeen gets the nod for me if he's there. He's the yeah. Out of those, he's the best. Spinner, he he averages forty nine point six six with the ball in uh, ODI cricket and only twenty five with the bat. So of course you know, yeah, he's, he's literally he's a reverse not... Jack Callis. Like it's not, not looking very pleasant, is it? Yeah, but Moeen's a big game player. He's been there. Yeah, he's yeah. done it. He's, he's exper- it experienced. Um, look, Livingston's the better bat, and Moeen's the better yeah. bowler. Is yeah, yeah. the way you're tossing it up to? Uh, and for me, before we even get there, Rashid's obviously going to play as yeah, well. Yeah. So third archer for me yeah, probably yeah. would as well. So. It depends. I think you've got to look at your bowlers as well, because how how long a tail are we going to play? Because it depends. If you play someone like Willie, he can bat. Yeah, yeah. he can bat. So you know. I think just pick your this all rounder on who you fancy. We'll all take a vote and then go from there. I'd say. Well, I'm always right, so yeah. I'd say me. Would you say Moeen? Yeah, I'd probably go Moeen in that sense. Yeah, but seven, but, I think, is a bit high. I'd I'd go Liam Livingston. Who do you go, Billy? Jacks. Oh, no, 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 Moeen. I'll go Moeen. Okay, Moe, so I think that's that's Moe taking Anything that number. Anything can win there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we're going on to our bowlers. I've got some, there's loads sort of in the gap circle who are actually quite good with the white ball, but I've got uh, eight tier. Sam Curran, Chris Wokes, David Willey, Ollie Stone, Mark Wood, Adil Rashid, Rayan Armoured, and Joffre Archer. Churchy's mate. Churchy's mate, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, then, I think Rashid's a shoe in. Yeah, I think like, Rashid's yeah. just in. So he's probably going to bat 10, so then you've got your 8, 9, yeah. and 11. Drop yeah. batting and then bat 11. Well, yeah. The bloke can't hold a stick. I think he should play. Yeah, Joff, I think Joff should play. And I think Wood should play. I, I, I'm i all for it. In, in India, I think having two really quick bowlers will be quite helpful. Yeah. On pitches that are probably going to be like... A bit slow, but then it's as well you go stone or wood. I re- yeah, no, so I don't think Stone's done it for for long for long enough without breaking down. Yeah. Um. The, the, the issue for me is Curran. As I don't like him, but he's done very well in recent times. As as Chris Wokes is maybe the difference to Curran. He's probably not got that special ball in him, but he's so consistent. But then that's where I'm probably going to disagree with what you say, Tretch. And I'm playing extra spinner, and Livingston's batting seven for me. I'm packing the batting in. Oh, you're going Livingston at eight? So I'm picking, sorry, Livingston at six. Livingston at eight, we got Brooke at six. Yeah, so I'm going Livingston at seven, Moeen at eight, yeah. Wood, Archer, Rashid. Because if you've got Stokes in there, there's your third yeah. seamer. That's, yeah. that's the way I look at it. If, if, but then, I mean, the problem with this is a lot of fitness. You know, Stokes isn't actually playing only like cricket at the moment. Whether he can bowl, there's a lot Archer, of concerns. Archer and Wood are rotating yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. 
I think if you go from the list you've given, I'd probably, I'd probably go Wood, Wood, Archer, Rashid, and Current. I think. Nice. Yeah. I think Willie's unlucky to miss out again there. Yeah. He but, missed yeah. out in 2015 yeah. and 2019 as well. Billy, who are you looking to go there as your? Uh, I still think we stick with two two genuine spinners because we've got Root to do it as well. Yeah. So we still have three. I think I'd go Archer, Woods, Rashid, and Wokesy. And Wokes, interesting. Wokes always offers you something. I think. I think, I think Sam Curran's been a bit hard done by here. He's been moved. He moves the new ball better than any, pretty much anyone else in the world. Yeah, but in India, team. I think you've got to think where you're playing. You know, if the World Cup's back in England, then I'm saying Willie, Willie, Wokes, <laughs> and Curran will get the knock. But... <laughs> In, yeah. in, in India, spin is king, and they'll play Patel, Jadeja, and Ashwin. Yeah, they look pretty if good. If not, and they might also look at Jahal. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, they've got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not struggling on the spin front. They'll just prepare an absolute dust bowl like yeah. Ahmed about and yeah, yeah. roll us a 60. Like Australia the other, the other week had Pat Cummins as their only seat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really it was bizarre, I thought. Yeah, uh, but a, a lot of pressure on him to keep bowling, I thought. Well, Kuhneman bowled yeah. really well, interestingly, being the third choice spinner. I think they picked Murphy out yeah. Mm. yeah, he's the Kuhneman to the left armour, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a tot up, but if I'm going to say, and we could all say what, yeah. I'm going to go with. So I can't take over the pod. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm going probably Roy, Bersto, uh Root. With I think Hale's unlucky to miss out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, same for Salt. And then going Stokes if he's fit, if not Milan plays. Um, then I'm having uh, Butler, Butler Brook, Livingston, Ali. So we bat deep to eight. Yeah. Um, oh, it, but then the tail is pretty Ingham. <laughs> and now I've got Wood, Rashid, and Archer. Uh, anyone have any huge objections to that? I'm relatively happy with that in no. India. No objections to that, really. No, no I'd be ha- I'd be very happy. Yeah, well, that, after all, the chairman selected me. We can't really argue. Can't Agree, we're not playing in the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trey just nodded the threes. Yeah. Come on, Zara. Talking about the ODI World Cup, how do you reckon we'll actually fare in the tournament? I think we'll struggle. Based on, we're right at the top of a high a high curve, and we have been for the last mm-hmm. maybe since like 2017, 2018, and teams can only do it for so long. I think India is so strong with the bat. Yeah. So, yeah. so strong with the bat. But then, like, what do you think of, like, Australia's ODI team? Because, like, I, I, feel, I still back us to get to, like, semis, at least. Yeah. I'm, I'm, still, back, yeah, I'm still backing us to, like... But we're so prone to losing to, like, Bangladesh like, in the groups. Yeah, Sri Lanka. Yeah, yeah. yeah, then we still got through. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, we'll lose one of those and then win a big one yeah. to get yeah. through. And I think I back us to I, do that. I think Pakistan will win the whole thing. Really, really, well, they do. They do play hot and cold, and if they play yeah, hot at the I right really time, do. I think really Shaheen Shah coming back, being fit on his yeah. days. But they've kind of only, they've kind of only got three players really, like Baba, Rizwan, and Shaheen, and then yeah. like yeah, but if they, they, if they don't play, then, uh, yeah, but that's like PSG having uh, Messi and Mbappe and Neymar, just three of the best players in the world, and yeah. they they could be very fun. I just think I just think Pakistan will pull it together and they'll win it. Yeah, I really do. Um, I think New Zealand will be really bad. I, I, I think they'll think, really strong. I don't think New Zealand, South Africa, I don't think will do much. Well, unless um, Van der Dusen just keeps scoring. Yeah, yeah. Van der Dusen's their only like, hope for it. West Indies won't do anything. Sri Lanka won't do anything. It's really between India. It's like your India, England, Pakistan Australia. and Australia. Maybe New Zealand as well. Oh, no, I don't think that. I think those five teams have got to expect to get to the semi-final. Yeah, it's failure. Australia again. I mean, 
Tim David's really interesting for them. He was bobbing it around yesterday in the PSL, actually. We had that one in the background. Yeah. Uh, they're Australia an interesting side, but them and us are more consistent, whereas India and Pakistan blow hot cold. <laughs> yeah. If it look, if, if India or Pakistan get hot, no one will stop them the whole tournament. Mm. But India tends to bottle. Yeah. Like they, they love getting to the semi-finals and then bottling it. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, last World Cup against New Zealand, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because then yeah, they've taken it to more total. Yeah, and they lost. Today's room's they didn't want anyone's there. But no, it'll be interesting to watch to see who, who gets so far, but I don't know. And sort of moving on from this, you boys have just done a serious amount of badgering. You said before, we're going to go on to our quiz now, you said before that you should be getting 11s or 12s and you've done them in car. We didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> said we beat Kirchi is what I said. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> and I thought Bruno did it against zeros. Billy heard the chat and they were they were certainly confident, were they, Bill? Yeah, they were. They were back themselves to the hills. Yeah, at least double figures, boys. I'm expecting. Uh, what was the what's the rules on confirming? together. You have. I think we'll give you thirty seconds to a minute. You can sort of think out loud. Yeah. Clue number one. Question number one. I was the last man ever to get a test match hat trick for England in 2017. Um. Um, Anyone else bring to mind? Did Mon Ali go? Yeah, that's probably a right. Yeah. Did someone with the Seamus? No. Before that, we brought. Yeah, we'll try Mon Ali. It is Mon Ali. You're Vincent, mate. You're Vincent. And considering the one before was brought, so you're doing quite well yeah. there. I think the one before that was Ryan Sidebottom, if you want to know that as well. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this could be a good score, I'm feeling. Uh, question number two, clue number one. I made my debut in 2010 when Australia played Pakistan at Lords. Debut in what form? Yeah, just, is it just test, test, day, test day. Proper cricket. We talked about all the rubbish cricket <laughs> now on for Red Bull stuff. Australia, Australia, Pakistan. I don't think Australia's got it in it. Australia's just on Pakistan. I'm looking. I'm looking. Smith. You can speak loud. We're not going to cheat. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, 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 it might. It might be him actually. Yeah, yeah. Steve Smith. That was too easy. Yeah, or, or Tim Payne also made a debut in the same game, yeah. so hoping to throw you off that. Yeah, Tim Payne uh, didn't really spring to mark. <laughs> but surely we'd have got it if we sent Tim Payne yeah, as well. Yeah. No, no, it was the other clues that oh, were correlated. Okay. Um, question number three. Uh, I have the worst bowling average, clue number one. Of the worst bowling average out of anyone with more than 300 test wickets. I mean, if they're in that minute. No. Oh, Harbour Jams isn't great. Oh, no. Really um, great. He's got like 40. How, many, how many's Swan got? So he got 300. Yeah, he's like 293, I think. Um, well, I'm thinking like. It's quite an open point. It'll be a spinner. It will be a spinner. Because spinners amateur yeah, yeah, yeah. good. It could be hard. It's not going to be. It's obviously not like warmer or and rewards. The bedside clock is ticking. Yeah, we'll give you 10 seconds to throw out a name. Half Jan Singh is incorrect. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> you are on for 15 there, but uh, you can still get 14. Oh, we're beating Churchy there, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he get five? Six, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, got... Well, we've equaled him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've scored six test match tons. He's got a honking bowling average, but he's got <laughs> So he's going to be um, in the middle or he's going to be in the lower yeah. round. We can hope and hold a stick. Um, Six test tons and have over three. 
That's quite anyone's bring to mind to speak out loud. Could be someone like could be Brick could be like Hadley or someone like yeah. really old. I don't I don't think Treasure would have gone that old. Yeah, I don't think I don't think. Well, it's sort of come on it maybe from the Indian spinners. No, their their bowling averages are quite good. So okay, I so think. Oh, the Yasser Shah's not got six ten tons. He's got one. Yeah. <laughs> well, the batting average is fifteen, so not him. Um, I don't. I don't think he's got six test tons. Yeah. Ten seconds left. Guys. Ten seconds. Throw, throw some more out. Um, what about the New Zealanders? Oh, it's Vittori. It's Vittori. It is Vittori. It's Daniel Vittori. <laughs> And the that was lucky. That was lucky. No, it wasn't lucky. Then <laughs> thought he got absolutely boomed. And then the the final clue to that one was I've got the same bowling action as legend such as Ollie Sequo and Ollie Treasure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I've got two. It's a nice Clue question number four. Clue number one. Luke Charlesworth has got a meow. So this guy must be very pony to be. Ben Charlesworth. Uh, it is incorrect. You jumped the gun there. You jumped the gun. He has got Ben Charles. No, he probably has, yeah. In the game last year. Uh, he got Ben Charles. Yeah, he got Ben Yeah, that's brilliant. We caught that the other day, isn't it? We really caught that. I'm trying to be in South Africa because it's one of Ben Charles. Oh, Ben, I'm trying to make your debut for this year. Clue number two. I have scored 237 red in a cricket world cup. All right, so like, there aren't that many who's got it. In an ODI world. In an ODI world cup. So you've got Gail, Sharma. Gupta's got 200, but he got dead. I think McCullough. Oh, it might not be red actually. Uh, I think I might have just put that in there when I was making the clues. They've got 237. They're actually red. There's only five of them. Gail, McCullough, Gupta, Sharma, Tendulkar. Yeah, but who's anyone being. Who's playing England? It ain't going to be Tendulkar. There's no way Charles got Tendulkar. Sharma. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's too old for him to have bowled at him. Sharma. Or Guptill. It might have been 237. Okay, we'll go Martin Guptill. You're going Martin Guptill? No, we're not. Wait, it's going to be Guptill or Sharma. It just depends on the game. I think Guptill's played more English Red Bull cricket. Yeah, the Indians don't come and play for the... Well, they do come and play for the Cats, but Rowe hasn't done it. Is it... Actually, no, don't worry. Yeah, let's go. Martin Martin it is Martin Guptill. Yeah. So you've, you've already got the best score of 10 this week. <laughs> this is not how it was meant to go. This is not how it was meant to go. As we, when we, did he get Guptill at? Yeah. Uh, in a twos game a couple of years ago. What? Guptill playing twos? Oh, he, I think he'd just come over. It was, it was the, before like the World Test Championship, and then they had an ODI series over here, so they brought loads of boys out there. Is it only five of them who've got 200s? Uh, yeah, I think Viv might have as well. Nah, it's one eight, one eight nine red. Same, Michael. No, no. No, well, there's it's Gail's got Gail goes against Zimbabwe. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, Rowe, it's, I can score on. Rowe's yeah, got, it's got two. Rowe's got two. Um, ten dollars was red, and then I don't know how many. Yeah, got two. Well, clearly got two three seven. Shrazar got no. And someone got one the other day. And uh, fine, finally, last clue, last question, first clue. I've been involved in more run-up than any other cricketer. In tests? In, in, in all formats. All formats. So he's got to be old. He's got to have played for ages. Yeah. But like, the way I'm looking at it is like Tendulkar's bad the most times, or Coley. No, but I don't think Tendulkar. Or Coley. <coughs> involved, so they might have run other... Run-out. Run-out, yeah. 
quite a niche stat there, but I enjoyed batting. Very niche. So we could have filled it then. Oh, no. 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 Whilst batting. Okay. Whilst batting, okay. Yeah, so give me a batsman. Oh. Yeah. No. no. In test matches, it could have been a bowler. Yeah. It's going to have to be an all format player. Yeah, so I'm really leaning. And the Indians play the most, the most cricket by mile. Is it Kohli? He's not Vera Kohli. Uh, I'm one of three cricketers to score 10,000 plus runs and take 50 test wickets. Oh, someone oh. joined this club the other day. Yeah, they did. So it's, it's a Callison one, obviously. Yeah. Um, um, so not 10,000 need. No. Root hasn't quite. Root has got Root. Root, Root has got 10,000 test runs, hasn't he? Yeah, but he hasn't got 50 wickets. Yes, he has. Root. I bet you he's got 50 wickets in test match. In in all well, in test matches, I reckon he's not far off. Right? Who, who else? Who else in the 10,000 moment? Ponting hasn't got 50 wickets. No. Gravid hasn't got 50 wickets. And Dolk hasn't got 50 wickets. It might be Callis. You and Callis have been going the most run-ups all the time. <laughs> I don't know, but he's yet. I can't think of anyone else that's in the 10,000 50. Well, Root is in it. Is Root in it? Is Root in the, te- is Root in the cup? Uh, I- I'll tell you who's in the cup apart from this player after this clue. So just if you want, if you want to throw a name out. I really want to work out who the other bloke in the club is. <laughs> Root, Callis. Who else has got 10,000 test runs? I'm going to have to put you the time, Lara. bro. Lara, you're doing it. Yeah. All right, well, should we go Callis then? Yeah. Or Callis? Callis. It's not Jack Callis. Joe Root was in there. He's one of the other ones. And uh, obviously not Joe Root, because he just told. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe Root wasn't the other. No, it's the other one. It's the other bloke I can't work out. Yeah. And Satchin was almost in there. I think he got 47 test wickets, so he's close. Did he? Yeah. Against who? Just bit of me. I'm actually the club. It's And final clue. Uh, my brother has scored uh, 8,029 test runs. Steve fucking War. Who's <laughs> that, sorry? Who? Steve War. It is Steve War, indeed. So you got 11 there. So that's the top score anyone's got so far. Oh, we should have got that. So cool. Yeah, so I think we're. I've seen that. Happy I've seen that. that stat about Steve War actually. Yeah, it was on Crick Info a couple of weeks ago yeah. as well. So, hang your head in shame, boys. Sorry, lads. I'm, I'm happy really with the score. Yeah, impressed. Yeah, yeah first couple as well. We'll, we'll <laughs> give a shout out to you when we uh, we'll make a post for the leaderboard this week. And yeah, make... yeah. Well, I thought we'll be number one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to factor into how many people took the quiz. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so we half. half. We're half. We still be charging. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, guys, thank you very much for joining us today, sort of giving us insight into your university roles and then discussing the England cricket coming up. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for having us on. And just to reiterate, all the pop finishes, Will Green, we need to be better. <laughs> we'll leave it on that. Trej, thank you for joining me today. No worries. Thank you for being with me, Billy. Cheers, mate. Thank you. And goodbye. <laughs>